Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Should I Call a Therapist? This is Jane Margaret. I've been called for jury duty a lot. I can't exactly remember how many times, but so many times. And whenever I tell this, Lindsay gets so upset because all Lindsay has ever wanted in her adult life is to serve on a jury. And I have never served on a jury, but I've been called. She hasn't even been called before. And I think it's because I'm always changing my name. Because <laughs> when I first moved to Colorado, it was my maiden name. Then I got married and I changed my name. And then I got divorced. Oh, and I moved. That's the other part is I'm always moving. So if I'm not changing my name, <laughs> then I'm changing my address. And so it's always alerting. Ooh, she's different. Let's go get her. So I, I bet I've gotten five. So, oh, I just remembered another good jury. I was going to tell you a jury. I'm going to tell you a jury duty story about Denver. But I also have one from San Antonio, too. I'm going to do that one first. So in San Antonio, I was in, it was after graduate school. I had graduated from graduate school. And do you remember when I told you that in graduate school, we, the last semester was doing 500 hours as, um, in a community clinic. And so I saw therapy patients and, but, and, and it was on a sliding scale. And so then there was a one-way mirror that my, um, cohorts, fellow students could sit behind the mirror and they would watch my session. And then halfway through the session, we'd, I think we'd go 40 minutes, maybe 30 minutes. Then, um, you would kind of be watching the clock. They taught us how to watch the clock without the, um, without interrupting or, or, um, distracting the client. And then you would say, excuse me for one moment. I'll be right back. I'm just going to speak to my, um, counterparts and you would go in the back and say what do you guys think also if you weren't stuck you didn't even need to go into the back you didn't have to always go to the back but people were always watching and if you didn't feel stuck and you didn't want any help then you wouldn't go to the back until after the session and then afterwards you'd say how do you think that went what happened if you were stuck or if you wanted a little extra help you could interrupt the session and say excuse me one moment i'm going to go speak to my counterparts and you would go to the back and talk to them and say hey what do you guys think so i did that for the last semester of graduate school and then that was what we did instead of a thesis and you had to log 500 hours and i had this one client in particular who was a single mother and I mean, sweetest lady, if she was my mother, I would have loved it. These children were running over her practically. I mean, it, it felt like literally they were running over her and she was super frustrated. She had maybe a son that was 10 and she might've had older kids too, but she, the one that she brought in was this one that was 10. And I think it was her last child at home and she wanted to figure out how to raise this one right like the other ones had gone awry and she thought okay i have one more effort last ditch effort to raise like an upstanding citizen what can i do 
And so she brings in the son and he's super apathetic and he's not interested in anything. I mean, he's 10. So he wasn't interested in anything. And we're talking and all I kept thinking and and the advice I would give her repeatedly was you've got to learn how to say no. You have got to learn the word no. And I just remember pounding that into her mind, but she really wasn't receptive to it. It was so uncomfortable and just not at all what she was open to do. I graduate from that program and um, go to be a flight attendant. But my home address and everything was still, even though I lived in Houston as a flight attendant, my home address and all of my, my, like my legal address was still San Antonio. And so I received a jury summons to San Antonio and I had to get to town and go to jury duty. And I'm in the pool, you know, in the, in the jury pool and they, um, you know, it keeps drilling down, drilling down. And all of a sudden I'm called with, you know, other numbers and we go into a courtroom. And so I guess then you're not assigned a case because they still haven't made full jury selection, but you're going to then be in a pool. If there's 12 jury members, they bring in maybe 30 people for the jury pool and then they start asking questions. So they bring us in and they start asking us questions and it all sounded kind of interesting. I'd always heard, you know, the, I mean, it's pretty well known. It's pretty well known that people try to get out of jury duty and that, you know, jury duty at $5 a day or whatever it is, is not, you know, a paid position. And so if you're missing true paid work, a lot of people try to get out of it, etc. So I, um, had that tucked in the back of my mind. I didn't, if it was a cool case or, you know, if it was something really juicy, then I wanted to do it, but I didn't really know. I was, who knows how old I was, 26, something like that, years old. Anyway, they, um, it keeps drilling down, drilling down, drilling down, and I'm still in the, you know, the pool's getting smaller and smaller, and I'm still in it. And then all of a sudden, I can't, I'm trying to remember how this worked. I feel like they brought in the defendant and here comes my client. (laughs) Here, Here comes my client from graduate school therapy days. And it was him. I mean, I knew it was him. And then there's the mother and they're sitting there and... They break us for I might have been all the way drilled. It might have been that I was in the jury selection. It might have been that I made it all the way through. And then they're ready to start. You know, like maybe that happened right before lunch. Okay, I bet that's what happened. And maybe there were still a couple alternates or something like that. Because they. Um, I know that they broke us for lunch. So the morning had happened. And I'm still sitting there. They... Um, bring in the defendant and his mother and they come walking in and then the judge says um, before we get started with the case let's break for lunch and then we can do this in the afternoon so I um, motioned that may I please approach the bench 
in private and so they said yes and i went to the um judge and i said excuse me i think i need to be excused from this case and he said why and i said i know those people (laughs) he was like what you do and i said yes i was in graduate school she was my client and he was her son and i gotta tell you something whatever it is we're on trial for i'm pretty sure he did it (laughs) the judge was like miss reininger you may be excused (laughs) that was it i was so quickly excused (laughs) so that was my san antonio jury experience in denver i've been called multiple times Uh, i mean like I said, I've moved so many times and then changing names. So I'm I'm always a new party in the pool. So they have called me multiple times. The very first time they called me in Denver, I was new-ish to town. I'd probably been in Denver th- four years, something like that. I was very early 30s. And I go downtown and... Um, they call my net you know they call my number i'm in the giant pool room the way it works in denver is you get called on monday and then you go sit in this giant pool room it's probably 250 people in this giant jury pool room and then as they take each case they um call a list of numbers maybe 30 numbers and it's big long numbers you have to have your jury number in front of you and then they call it you assemble in the back and then they walk you to a courtroom then they drill that down to the actual 12 with a couple of alternates so the very first time i ever served they called my number pretty early in the day i went down the hallway to the jur- to the courtroom and they started talking about the case um I remember the second case I was called in for. I've always been called in. Uh, The very last time I had jury duty, which was about a year ago, it was post-COVID. It was 2021. And I um, was called in... No, no, no. In 2021. Yeah. In 2021, I was called in. I did have to go downtown. But then... um, I just sat in the giant pool room and never was called on a case and was dismissed. Our whole group was dismissed by 10 a.m. So that one was my luck, like luckiest to not have to be there very long or serve. Then second one, anyway, I don't know. But the very first time they called me in, I went into the courtroom and they started talking and they were at they handed a microphone to the first person that they sat us in the jury box and they handed a microphone to the very first person and state your name and then they'd ask a couple questions do you i, I don't know what any of the questions it, it's a question that would be pertaining to the case but in a very general they, they'd word it in a general way so then you didn't exactly know how to answer which way would be the the right or the wrong answer if there's such thing so they didn't lead you to answer but they would just ask questions to then get an idea of who you were or if they wanted you and you know both sides are examining if they want you or not 
And I would guess a female 30s, female early 30s, um, is probably a great impartial um, person to have on a jury. So I would guess that's why I was called in so many times. But they, um, you know, you don't have a whole lot of um, experience shaping things that have happened to you so maybe you're a little more open and maybe you have like not as an established of a career so then it's you have time to be away I don't know and no no children who knows but so I sat in there and I instantly made friends with this guy that was also in the pool and we never talked but we would um, exchange glances and we'd smile at the same things and we'd laugh at the same things and um, I just totally remember thinking, oh, I have a new friend. And um, I also know what I was wearing. I was wearing these adorable, very tight little pants. Remember, I was really young. So I was wearing these super cute pants, very tailored. And then um, these Betsy Johnson slides. And they made that <laughs> noise when you walked. <laughs> they were so obnoxious. <laughs> blue pearls blue pearls were sewn all across the front of the foot you know across the top and then they were wooden soles and so they all throughout and I was just click clacking my shoulders were moving back and forth and I thought I was hot stuff I mean hotsy tatsy so (laughs) we go walking in and I could tell he really liked my outfit and um I'm going to assume that he was gay, but um, I don't know if you're allowed to do that or not, but I did then, and I still stand by it. Anyway, and so I just think he really had an appreciation for my style and my fashion. So he and I were buddies, and they're passing around the microphone, passing around, and they get to me, and they said, "Um, Miss Brown, um, how do you feel about the police And I know this was like 2001, 2002. So I really was like 31, something like that. And um, Miss Brown, how do you feel about, or maybe, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, That'd be like 29 or 30. But Miss Brown, how do you feel about police? And I said, "Um, I feel like. The police are always out to get ya. <laughs> They're like, oh, really? Do you have any experience with that? And I'm like, um, I just know from um, family experiences. <laughs> They're like, uh, okay. <laughs> I said, um, I really don't want to go much more into it. And they're like, okay, you can be excused, Miss Brown. So I have to stand up in front of the, uh, we're in the jury box. I have to stand up in front of these 24 to 30 strangers. And they've probably let a few go. So let's just say now we're at 26, 24 to 26 strangers. And I turn around to my little friend that I've made and I give him like a super elaborate wink. And then I, and he like waves goodbye. And then I stepped down. I had to walk down two like little steps to get out of the box and then walk 
all the way across the courtroom. You had to walk. It was on the farthest side of the room to the door. You had to cross the whole room to get to the door. I walk across the whole room, get to the... No, I don't even get to the door. I walk halfway, aiming for the door. I'm trying to get there with those click clacks. The shoes are going... And my little shoulders are moving. I've got my Louis Vuitton. And all of a sudden, I completely fall. (laughs) Fell right off the shoes. (laughs) Totally fell off of them. It was hilarious. And then I got up exactly like Elle Woods would have in Legally Blonde if she had ever fallen off her shoes, except that she has more talent walking than I do. And probably less chutzpah. And so I totally just jumped up and dusted myself off and just kept going. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> and that was my first time at jury duty. Not my last. So there's two doozies for you. Hope you guys are having a good day. Today is Sunday and it is gorgeous blue skies really nice day. I hope all of you are having a good day. And don't forget that five-star review. Hit subscribe. And we'll talk very soon. Love you guys.